Shock therapy, grass, electric fences, and life lessons. What a cattle fence can teach you about life's electrifying moments. Welcome to another episode of I4L, Tips to Greatness, Navigating Life with Insightful Information. Today, we've got a show that's as shocking as it is enlightening. Ever play the game with your siblings where you touch a blade of grass to an electric cattle fence? Ah, childhood. Turns out that seemingly innocent game holds deep life lessons. We'll journey through the thrill and psychology of electric fence escapades and find out why those tiny zaps have more to say about our lives than we may think. Risk and Reward Remember that intermittent tingling sensation as you slid your fingers along that piece of grass? You know it well. Sliding your fingers carefully up the blade of grass towards an electric fence wasn't just a game. It was a metaphorical dance between risk and reward, an equation of possibilities and outcomes that we often have to solve in the larger scope of life. But let's get academic for a moment because the science of risk-taking is as intricate as the game you played. First, let's discuss what fuels this drive towards uncertainty. Dopamine, a neurotransmitter, plays a crucial role. In the realms of psychology and neuroscience, dopamine is like that director of a grand symphony, cueing various sections of the orchestra that is your brain. Dopamine isn't just what gets you jazzed up, it helps in the evaluation process. Parliamentary and others, 2015. What does this mean? Your brain is conducting a complex algorithmic evaluation, weighing the ecstasy of victory against the agony of defeat, and it uses dopamine to do it. The significance of this is mind-bending, because whether you realize it or not, every choice you make involves a cost-benefit analysis so nuanced that it's almost beyond human comprehension. But that's not all. Risk-taking isn't just an isolated act of courage or foolishness. It often occurs in a context. Your environmental settings, your past experiences, and even the culture you were brought up in influence your decision-making. Palminteri and others, 2015. When you're creeping your hand up that blade of grass, you're not just competing against an electric fence and your own tolerance for discomfort. You're also, in a sense, wrestling with a lifetime of experiences and biases that tell you what risks are acceptable and what rewards are worth pursuing. Now, let's fold in the concept of resilience. You might wonder why some people seem better at taking risks or appear less phased by life's challenges. Resilience the ability to not only bounce back, but truly grow from adversity, plays a pivotal role, Kent and others in 2011. The electric fence game is a tiny model of life's larger challenges. And just like in life, our resilience determines how many shocks we can take and keep moving forward. The degree of resilience you exhibit in small, risky activities like this one can often be a microcosm of how you handle much bigger life scenarios. Risks and rewards are not just about personal gain or loss. They can have long-term psychological implications. Taking a risk and enduring a challenge can lead to what psychologists term post-traumatic growth, a phenomenon where individuals find renewed meaning and enhanced personal strength after overcoming adversity. Fowser and others, 2022. So the next time you're hesitating to move your hand up that blade of grass or facing any risk in life, Remember that the rewards might go far beyond the immediate gains. They might just contribute to your long-term psychological development. Shared Experiences 
The joy, the dread, the laughter-shared experiences. There's a potent alchemy in facing the world, not alone, but with others. The electric fence game, tinged by a thrill of danger and a burst of laughter, isn't just a personal voyage into risk and reward. It's a collective journey that solidifies the invisible ties between you and your siblings or friends. You've got skin in the game, and so do they. You might have heard of the term co-suffering in psychology. It sounds heavy, like a boulder you've got to push up a mountain, but think of it as a dual pilgrimage. Co-suffering talks about how, when we go through challenges together, be it feeling the electric zap or navigating the jagged rocks of life, these shared experiences serve as an adhesive for human relationships. Rhyme, Pez, Bozabi, and Martinez in 2010. You're not just siblings playing a game. You're co-authors of a living, breathing story. Each zap felt, each involuntary yelp, and each moment of elation when you beat your personal record, it's more than just individual sensation. It's a chapter written together. While the term co-suffering can imply adversity, the paradox lies in its power to create joy and solidarity. That's because shared experiences aren't just about the moments of discomfort or difficulty. They're also about the triumphs, the shared laughter, and the euphoria of overcoming a collective challenge. It's like a melody of highs and lows, the full spectrum of human emotions condensed into a shared time capsule of experience. In the electric fence game, every fraction of an inch you and your siblings creep closer to the fence signifies more than just your individual courage. It also represents your collective willingness to go beyond comfort zones. And when you think about it, isn't that what most family gatherings, celebrations, and even arguments amount to? They're all shared experiences that, while varying in intensity, define and refine our relationships with each other. The beauty of this is that while each person walks away with their individual lessons from the experience, the collective memory lingers on. It becomes a part of family lore, a story to be recounted at gatherings, a measure of who you were at that point in time, and a yardstick for how far you've all come. Shared experiences, even the simplest ones, lay the groundwork for something profound and everlasting. So the next time you feel that zap with your sibling by your side, relish it. It's yet another stitch in the complex fabric of your shared life tapestry. Gradual Exposure now, back to the art of creeping up the blade of grass, one daring fraction of an inch at a time. It's not just some childhood dalliance. It's a masterclass in gradual exposure. Ever heard of exposure therapy? It's this nifty technique in psychology, not for everyone, of course, where you slowly, intentionally expose yourself to the things that freak you out. A spider, a dark room, public speaking, potential relational trauma, so that your anxiety about them diminishes over time. Kreske and others, 2014. The Blade of Grass, an electric fence game, serves as a perfect down-to-earth metaphor for this elegant principle of behavioral psychology. Imagine life as a series of electric fences. Each fence represents a significant challenge or experience. Your first love, that nerve-wracking job interview, confronting a friend over a misunderstanding, navigating a potentially toxic relationship, facing a deep-seated fear. Now, very few would choose to recklessly leap these fences without preparation. Like the game with the blade of grass, life requires a gradual approach. Before diving into a new job, you'd research the company, practice answers to potential interview questions, 
Before confronting a friend, you'd rehearse the conversation in your mind, ensuring your words come from a place of care, not anger. In a potentially toxic relationship, you'd seek advice, gather strength, and find the right moment to address issues or decide if it's time to walk away. And when confronting fears, deep breaths, and a lot of self-reassurance might be your blade of grass. Each challenge, like each zap from the fence, offers a lesson, reminding us of the importance of caution, preparation, and understanding our own limits. It's a dance, really, a cha-cha-cha with life's challenges. One, two, three, one, two, three, forward and back. You inch closer, test the waters, and retreat if it stings too much. Then, and perhaps most importantly, you go at it again, fueled by the cocktail of determination and experience. And let's be honest, every time you do, you become a bit more resilient, a smidgen braver. You're teaching your nervous system, and perhaps even your soul, that not every risk ends in catastrophe. Kent and others, 2011. You see, the marvel of gradual exposure isn't just about lessening fear. It's about expanding your comfort zone. It's about gaining new skills and perspectives that equip you for future challenges. In educational theory, it's called experiential learning, where each experience acts as a stepping stone to the next, helping you adapt and grow. Cold and Cold 2022. So the next time you're creeping up on that blade of grass, literal or metaphorical, remember, you're not just playing a game or taking a risk. You're engaging in a primal form of learning and self-improvement, one electrifying fraction of an inch at a time. Guided Lessons Ah, yes, the sweetness of letting your younger siblings win, feeling that extra strong zap. It's like handing them a tiny piece of the world's wisdom wrapped in an electrified bow. It's a guided lesson on consequences. And my friends, it's more potent than a thousand words of caution. Sure, you could wag your finger and warn them about the jolt waiting at the end of that blade, but will that little speech burrow into their bones? Probably not. Experiential learning, getting your hands dirty and your neurons firing by actually doing stuff, is often far more impactful than merely hearing about it. Cold and cold 2022. Look, we've all heard the phrase, I told you so. And let's be honest, nobody likes it. It's like biting into a lemon. But the zap from the fence? That's a taste your sibling won't forget. In fact, research suggests that the most enduring lessons often come in from first-hand experience. Take victims of terrorism in Spain, for instance. Those who lived through harrowing events reported significant post-traumatic growth in the long term, indicating that they learned meaningful life lessons from their direct experiences. Fauser and others, 2022. Similarly, although far less extreme, obviously, when you let your sibling feel that extra zap, you're layering the groundwork for a personal epiphany. You're letting them taste both the bitter and the sweet of life, understand their limits, measure their courage, and perhaps most importantly, learn to pick their battles wisely. In essence, you're offering them a chance to practice resilience, a skill found to be crucial for effectively dealing with traumatic stress. Kent and others, 2011. Sometimes it takes a jolt, literal or metaphorical, to wake us up, to remind us that each action carries weight, each decision echoes in the chambers of our future. So the next time you step aside and let someone else quote-unquote win, consider it a different form of victory, a lesson in the beautiful, harsh classroom of life, where the curriculum is written in zaps and the diploma 
comes in the form of wisdom, hard-earned. Resilience and Endurance So here we are, nearly at the final bend of our conversation, the frontier where courage meets stamina. This game, my friends, isn't a mere contest of who can grit their teeth the longest against the electric jolt. Oh no, it's a mirror reflecting your resilience and endurance, qualities that make you more than just a survivor, but a human who thrives in adversity. See, resilience isn't about skirting around the dark alleys of stress. It's about marching through them with your head held high, Kent and others, 2011. It's not evading the zap. It's about absorbing it, shaking it off, and then taking another step forward, stealing yourself for the next one. It's as if each tiny jolt from the electric fence is a rehearsal for life's grander dramas, each buzz a foreshadowing of the greater challenges that life will inevitably throw your way. Consider a study that applied resilience-oriented treatment to individuals with post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD. The results revealed that focusing on resilience, rather than merely trying to mitigate symptoms, led to more enduring positive outcomes. Kent and others, 2011. The takeaway here is that resilience isn't some passive, mystical quality bestowed upon a chosen few. It's a skill, one that can be honed and sharpened, like a blade against a stone. And the endurance part? Well, it's about going the distance, even when the easy option is to step back and retreat. It's the psychological underpinning of the very resilience we're talking about. That research on victims of terrorism in Spain, for example, found that long-term post-traumatic growth was possible due to the development of resilience and endurance, not despite them. Falzer and others, 2022. So the next time you feel that metaphorical zap and your instinct says, retreat, remember that each shock is a lesson. It's your life whispering in electric syllables, urging you to brace up, to build the muscle of resilience and the stamina of endurance. Each zap you take and shake off is another notch on your belt of life, another star in your personal constellation of strength. Applying the game's lessons to life and relationships. So you've navigated the electric currents, slid your fingers perilously close to the fence, and maybe even let your siblings win a round or two. Fantastic. But here's the kicker. What does this mean beyond that field, that fence, that moment? Ah, yes. This is where the blade of grass becomes the quill that writes the script of your interactions, your choices, your life. We've all been there, watching a friend, a colleague, a partner, or even a stranger making decisions akin to sliding the fingers too quickly up that blade of grass, speeding towards a shocking conclusion. They gamble away their paycheck, sabotage meaningful relationships, or make foolhardy business decisions. It's like watching a slow-motion train wreck and being powerless to stop it. But are you really powerless? Remember how you subtly guided your sibling closer to that electric zap? In that seemingly small act, you donned the hat of a mentor, teaching about calculated risks and the valuable lessons that come from consequences. Similarly, as you journey through life, you might come across individuals charging headfirst towards their own metaphorical electric fences. This is where you can step in, not as a hindrance, but as a voice of seasoned caution. Your role isn't to take away their choices, but to infuse their enthusiasm with a sprinkle of your hard-earned wisdom. It's not about dictating their path, but sharing the roadmap of past jolts 
helping them find a way where the electric shocks they face are enlightening rather than debilitating. Yet, it's essential to remember that sometimes, regardless of your advice, some will still touch that fence. Not everyone possesses the insight to sidestep life's most challenging zaps. But should they need it, you can be there, ready to offer a hand and perhaps a bit of heart-restarting wisdom. Experiential learning theory posits that learning doesn't just happen within four walls or from textbooks. It occurs every day through experiences, and often more effectively so, cold and cold 2022. By subtly offering the benefit of your learned experience, whether in the choices you make or the advice you give, you're helping write the chapters in someone else's book of zaps, giving them the tools to navigate the treacherous currents of life more deftly. Let's be clear. We're not advocating for you to become a helicopter friend or a nagging partner. Far from it. But there's immense power in letting your own follies and how you've learned from them serve as guided lessons for others. So the next time you see someone inching their fingers too hastily up that metaphorical blade of grass, remember your own dalliances with the electric fence. Remember the lessons of risk, shared experience, gradual exposure, guided wisdom, resilience, and endurance. Because, as we've seen, those mini electric shocks are more than child's play. They're the lexicon of life's lessons, each zap a word, each game a sentence, each experience a paragraph in the unfolding narrative of human experience. That wraps it up for today, folks. Remember, life is full of electric fences, some that keep you in, some that keep you out. It's about knowing which ones are worth touching and how high up the grass blade you're willing to go.